Can you hear me? We can hear you clearly. Okay. Praise God. It's a beautiful day today. Amen. And good morning, everybody. Uh, good morning and to you. it is a good morning. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, I'm thinking that if we take what the Word of God says and make that our true benchmark, we will not flounder and we will not be afraid in circumstances, in things that happen because the word of God expresses everything we need to know and to trust in. Um, so this morning I'm going to go to James chapter 1 verses 1 to 2. The New King James Version. Um, and I'm fairly sure that this is a very familiar passage to all of us. Perhaps seemingly quite pertinent and opposite to today's present situation. It is actually a timeless word for every age and every person in every age and every circumstance. Applicable to all and every circumstance. Not just for today, but for tomorrow and for tomorrow's tomorrow to the end of time. Two sentences that we pass over in our familiarity, but possibly rarely take to heart and trust to as we really should. Because our eyes tend to fix on the immediate on the hardship and not upon the future and the glory. We are citizens of the kingdom that is in part here, is coming and will be fully and permanently manifest. So James 1 verses 2 to 3. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. I've really grown to like the way James starts this word, with, among other things, the word brethren. 
writes, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal to God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. Humbling himself to become one like us, walking our streets, eating our food, bearing our burden, God himself. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, says that other bondservant, Paul. Speaking with the wisdom and instruction of the Lord, in the power and authority of the Holy Spirit, a word to be listened to and heeded. James emulates and mirrors his master's humility. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. A good word for each of us, bond servants and brethren. Bond servants and brethren called to serve each other from that which Christ supplies to all, through all, and for the good of all. And James's word and message in verses 2 to 4 is really very simple. And yet deeply challenging. And James, naturally, is also speaking full of the wisdom of the Holy Spirit and from God's own perspective. It is the word of the Lord. Count it all joy. A word to be listened to, and a word also to be heeded. In 1.22, James says, But be doers of the word, and not just hearers, only deceiving yourselves. And what is the word we are to hear at this moment? counted all joy. Actually, it's the word we are to hear continuously and not just for the now. As we journey through this valley toward our heavenly inheritance. We are to count it all joy or consider it all joy, as other translations render, when, well, when we fall into the various trials that accompany us in our sojourn here. And it is also very, very temporary. For as we know, this world is passing away.
There are various trials that we will, in the ordinary course of events, fall into. Not necessarily extraordinary events, although there could well be some, but mostly ordinary and daily. The world is full of tribulation, and we fall into them unexpectedly, in the sense that they will just come upon us, unasked, unwanted, unexpected, and of various shapes, sizes, and intensities, and at various times. We are informed and forewarned of them, but nonetheless, we will be oftentimes surprised. Just where did this come from and why? All was help. How did this happen to me? We have fallen into a trial. Jesus himself, warning and encouraging at the same time, and as always utterly realistically says in John 16:33 these things i have spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world, and it is all subject to him. Amen. So, don't be dismayed or downcast, or even begin to search for some deadly hidden sin when everything is curdled and unpalatable it is being permitted it's normal Amen. don't expect, expect an easy life in the world or in Christ and don't be discouraged Amen. 1 Peter 1.13 Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. And also, counted all joy. And he, Jesus, is in control. He of good cheer, he says, Amen. for I have overcome the world. Amen. In a world of tribulation, today, tomorrow, and tomorrow's tomorrow, up to and beyond the very last 
day of this creation. Jesus is in control and in control of our small and individual lives. In Matthew 10, 29, Jesus says, Are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin? And not one of them falls to the ground apart from your Father's will. But the very hairs of your head are numbered. Do not fear, therefore. You are of more value than many sparrows. Amen. We are loved with an everlasting love. Our Lord and our God reign. And most certainly and beneficently rules and orders all things. Amen. Amen. And James naturally echoes his master. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Exhortation, instruction, and heavenly perspective as to how we are to accept and think of them in four short words. Counted all joy. Vain trials are unavoidable. And yet, under the overarching control of God, our Father, through Christ. And it is His will that we endure them as joy, productive and beneficial, working out His glory in our lives. Romans 8.28 Paul And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. Just how deeply do we believe ourselves and trust ourselves and situations to the word of God. Paul again in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 1. No temptation has overtaken you except just as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. 
so that we despaired even of life. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, and does deliver us, in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. Paul, writing to his brethren, opens his heart, shares his own experience and testimony, a trial of real severity. Yet he writes in the after event, faith undiminished and greatly increased. Strength for the Lord's service on the meeting, it was beyond his ability, but could not crush or destroy him. For the Lord made a way out for him. And he came through intact and stronger in his trust in the Lord. He grew through it. It may seem strange to some that the great Apostle Paul had to grow. But I would remind you that he did start out as a blind man on the way to Damascus. Faith and trust grow through difficulty, not automatically. Manure is needed as well as the water of the world. My father is the gardener, says Jesus. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. Now going to Isaiah 43, 1-2. But now says the Lord who hated you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and, though, and through the rivers they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. Trials indeed. We have the assurance in manifold utterances of our God himself. We will not be overcome or destroyed by any trial that comes our way. James says that the reason for the testing of our faith is that it produces patience. It is produced through trial being counted as joy. Amen. It 
the capacity to accept or tolerate, delay problems or suffering without becoming annoyed Amen. or anxious. In short, trials are designated to purify our hearts from anger and fear and all that those powerful and negative emotions entail. The flesh is put to death. James also says in verse 4 of chapter 1, Let it, patience, have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Amen. It's long term. The trials lead to completeness and perfection. We must see it. Understand the purpose, embrace that purpose, and actively count it all joy. Two Corinthians three eighteen. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 3.18 Oh, sorry. Yeah, now, 2 Corinthians 4.17 For our light affliction which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. As James says, count it all joy when fall into various trials. Amen. 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 God bless you, brother. We are grateful for that wonderful word that the Lord has given unto you for us. And for each one of us, as we have received the word of God, let us fully meditate on it. Take time to go back to the podcast and listen to these messages. They are designed for our blessing. They are designed for our growth. They are designed to strengthen and to root us in the rock. And that is the Lord Jesus Christ. And above all, just as the word has come through unto us today, let patience have its perfect work. That you and I may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Let us not mama, let us not complain, let us not, essentially the word is telling us, don't come up with so many why, 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 as we, are, we usually like asking those many questions. Because we've been told there are various trials that come our path. Because we are in the world at the moment, but we are not of the world. There is a Father who is taking care of each one of us. And so let us entrust ourselves unto Him and unto His Word. It will never fail. 
And as he says, his steadfast love never ceases, his mercies never come to an end. That is what his word is. He will bring us through just as our brother has encouraged us. Stand firm, be strengthened in, in whatever situation and whatsoever time. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us because he is faithful in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you, Michael. We are grateful for the word that the Lord has given unto us through you in Jesus' name. And so as we finalize together, let us sing this final song together that the Lord is our rescuer. And let us not forget our weekly gathering together on Wednesday. We've got our Bible study and fellowship and prayer time. Remember, we are reading the book of Revelation, just basking in the word of God as each one of us reads various passages. And then time for prayer. And then on Thursday, again, we gather at 7.30 in the evening, again for one and a half hours for prayer together. Tomorrow, the yeah, the students and the young adults, don't forget, you gather together at 7.30 again to be together again for one and a half hours on Zoom. So don't forget your time together, the young adults and the, the students and any young people. And the Lord bless each one of us. Let us not forget also, whatever gift you may have, you've got the bank account for the, for the church on the newsletter or in the website. You can always do whatever you have any gift. That is, we don't force you to give. It is if you have any gift, even in this season, to give, just give a cross to the bank account and I believe that treasure will be able to pick it up from there for the glory of God. And the Lord bless us, the Lord keep us, the Lord cause his face to shine upon each one of you, the Lord be gracious unto you, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, and the Lord establish in his shalom. Let us continue to pray for one another. Let